<laughs> chop the dick from one 10 to 42 pound ready to gobble goose. <laughs> Mix with five cups dried dildo cubes. <laughs> what is a dildo cube? <laughs> We're going to come back to that. <laughs> Half teaspoon of salt and five and three quarters teaspoons of pepper. That's a lot of fucking pepper, a lot y'all. Of pepper. <laughs> Mix 69 beaten eggs and one half cup donkey broth. <laughs> That's a lot of cholesterol. <laughs> donkey broth and <laughs> Prick legs and wings with asshole. <laughs> Place with on your rest. asshole? Wait, wait, wait. Press it together with your asshole? It just says with asshole. Wait. So I think any <laughs> asshole will do. I think whatever you have handy, whatever's left over in the pantry. Um, <laughs> I definitely have to know whose asshole's in it before I decide to eat. Oh, Ooh. Happy Thanksgiving, people! Thanksgiving Eve. Welcome back to The Sip List. I'm Amanda, and tonight you have a special episode hosted by the three Podmigos. Yeah, I, I, I just did that, so I hope that people like it. But Queenie Jean and KCB. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. That was my next thing, so thank you for doing that. Ironically, right before I left work, what popped up on my freaking Spotify? Billy Jean. Of course. Yes, it did. Love it. We need to commission Kevin to freaking rewrite that damn song. Yes. Y'all, when I was in Mexico and I was a little tipsy and they played Billie Jean at the pool and I just start belting out Queenie Jean and KCB and George is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, record me, <laughs> record me. <laughs> oh, I love it. Ah, oh, good times. So yes, we are here with KCB and Jean or Casey, my co-host on an evening at the movies and Jennifer Higgins, our lovely friend. So yay. Which might I add? Not only the host of an evening at the movies, but the clink podcast where we are <laughs> literally list very few listens away from the thousand listen milestone. Oh, yay! So that would be a good Thanksgiving gift to Casey and me if you guys would go listen to an evening at the movies and and put the show over a thousand because i need to listen to your meg episode i haven't listened to that yet i haven't had time believe it or not and i'm not trying to you know ego boost that episode but that episode actually did compared to other episodes recently that is like slowly built to respectable numbers freaking the meg interview went like bam overnight yay meg's so, very personable i like her so i'm excited to have oh, her on the sip list too well i mean yeah we well i don't want to spoil it for gene because gene hasn't listened. don't spoil it for yeah, me please 
If I had a podcast, I'm sure I'd have her on it as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah, we're the last time I looked, we were at 11 listens to go. And on top it's of it's like this, you try to watch it because you want to catch it right when it hits the number. I missed my 2000 because it happened overnight. Like I was watching it and watching it. And then the next morning it was at like 2006. And I was like, fuck, I missed the number because I wanted to screenshot it. Well, <laughs> but I, I can't complain. The, <laughs> I know what's going to happen is I'm going to go to bed one night and it's going to be on 999. Mm. And somebody who works graveyard shift overnight in a warehouse is going to decide, oh, I'm going to listen to an episode of an evening at the movies tonight. And Give him I'm your gonna... login. I approve Kevin having our your anchor login to yeah. screenshot that. Screenshot it. We can trust Rubberboy. Only one up overnight. Well, I'm not sure we can trust Rubberboy, but we'll go from there. But yeah, that given that plan. rubber is now associated to him, I'm going to say maybe that trust is questionable. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you, Kevin. Yes, Kevin, we love you. I give him four out of five rubber tires. <laughs> was my freaking Christmas episode that was amazing <laughs> best. you see this creeper right here <laughs> and then he moved his head Hello. Yeah. that's because all, all the boys in your life have to freaking photobomb you <laughs> while you're recording come in and show your beautiful face Amanda wants you to come in and show your beautiful face <laughs> nope only half so- Unless you're not dressed. Hi, Carter. Dressed. Put your face down here. Oh, he's going to try to sit on me. Hey, buddy. So She's saying, hey, buddy. He can't hear us. Yeah. Oh, here. Look at that giant head of hair. I know. (laughs) (laughs) What up, dude? How's it going? How are you? I'm all right. You're looking especially handsome tonight. What's up with your hair? It's poofy. He just got done working out. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, this is his first time on your podcast. <gasps> oh my God, it is. Carter, you're going to be famous. Do you know how many listeners I have? <laughs> you say it with a straight face. We're not first famous. Podcast not famous. famous. Actually, time. you should make us famous, Carter. You're popular, right? Like, no. y- okay. He knows a lot of people. You play sports. You're extremely handsome. You're a nice dude. I'm sure you're popular. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm known. Yeah. <laughs> We're all coddling your ego now. It's okay. <laughs> you're a good boy. <laughs> good all boy. right. You're going to make us popular. All right. I got all you. Right. All right. I'm going to tell you. Up. Thank all you. Right. TikTok I want, us. I want 50% revenue. Of, of my $20 Uh, that's hilarious freaking kid yeah Yeah, i was gonna say i i monetized freaking an evening at the movies and since i did that i think i've made a dollar and 78 cents oh wow well you moved faster than i did because it's like it's slow moving on there but you know what it's like two or three cents a freaking listen yeah it's okay this is for fun right exactly it is God, I'm not trying to be no. Joe Rogan famous. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Anyway, you guys go listen to an evening at the movies. Casey is great. I'm on there sometimes. 
jeans on there even a few times too and it's all about all your favorite movies so check it out unless you listen to the last episode and then it's heavily on favorite books but that's okay because you had an author so yes and coming up but yes we did talk about scream though and coming up in two weeks there will be a special amanda's birthday episode with a yet-to-be-named Christmas movie that we will be reviewing. Which, so, by the way, Jean, I told her if she doesn't hurry up and make up her damn mind, her birthday episode is going to be rubber. <laughs> but the Christmas edition. <laughs> right? We're going to tell a news story. Rubber 2. Rubber gets a Santa hat or I don't know. <laughs> like you're, I, I don't know. Is rubber, his name Rubber? Rubber does Christmas. <laughs> Kind of like uh, Debbie does Ru- Dallas, but with Rubber tires. Saves Christmas. Like Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> Jeez, rabbit hole. This is terrible. Kevin's going to love it, though. <laughs> Rubber's Christmas with the cranks. Well, He's anyhow, like, yes, I have these suckers talking about this stupid ass movie all Kevin's loving the life. Time. I, I know it's exactly what he's doing while he's sitting at work listening to both of these shows because he's like, hey, they're talking about rubber. They're. All right, so we are here tonight with a special impromptu Thanksgiving Eve episode. We're going to be talking about our top five favorite movies about family. So at first I said family movies, but really we mean movies about family, not movies that you would necessarily watch with your family, which could be interchangeable, but I just wanted to make that distinction. Oh God, could you literally imagine your list to cut... This was already out of control when I got off work. You were like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can I've do got this. like 22 movies on my long list. And yeah, and if you had made it just family movies. Yeah, I that's two. We have to. Freaking Disney Library to pick from. You've got freaking Pixar to pick from. You've got freaking. We have to make more qualifications. Yes, I said qualifications. That's my favorite <laughs> joke in the whole world. And every time I hear the word qualifications, I think qualifications. Qualifications. <laughs> I like it. Uh, new simplest word. Um, okay, so before we get started, I am going to do this the proper way and just get through it. The official network plug. Um, for those that don't know, which I hope you do by now, the simplest is a proud member of the Nerd House Entertainment Network. And um, as Casey and I talked about on the last episode, so one of the shows is Mortal Kombat, and uh, we had Freddie Mercury versus Michael Jackson in the finals. Those results, I don't know if they're going to release it this Friday because of the holiday, but I assume that they recorded last night. Um, I actually need to check in on that, but either way. Freddie versus Michael? Yeah. Ah, yes. (laughs) And again, in both arguments, Michael wins. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. So. That's a really, really hard one. I think the only leg up that he has is that he was around for much longer. Yeah. So he had the opportunity to be relevant for longer. But the fact that Queen is still relevant as relevant as they are today like i literally had no idea that carter was as big a queen fan as he is i mean 
when the German kid was here with us, mm-hmm. our German son Moritz, um, <laughs> we turned on Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. and they knew every word. Yeah. They were singing along and I was like, Abby's oh. choir did it. I feel like I've done something right. Yeah. So, but I think Michael Jackson has way more recognizable songs, which he has as part of, I mean, he's been performing or had been since he was six years old. Well, and he has Jackson five success and his own success. So he just broke so many barriers. I hate, I hate the way that his personal life went. If you believe everything, which I'm still, I do. And then I don't. And then I, I just, I don't know. It's hard. Like I said, it's hard to separate the art from the artist, but yeah. if you can do that, I don't think there's anybody any more iconic than Michael Jackson. That's just my opinion, but yeah. there's definitely a lot of people that are a close match. So I'm not voting on that one. Sorry, moral combat. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't vote on that one. I voted in the, in the previous rounds, but I did not vote on that one. But anyway, um, they're taking a brief hiatus and starting back in January. So you'll have new stuff to come. Um, then there is also flops with David and Derek, where they talk about laws that make no fucking sense. Show is hilarious. If you want to hear random ass shit that's illegal in different states, they got you. Um, and then tangents with Spencer and his comedy stand-up comedy friends is also really funny. And then lastly, of mid-tier entertainment, which I think I have not listened to them yet, but they do their their gaming stuff and they live stream. So that's pretty cool. Why are you guys laughing at me? <laughs> You're public- Oh, I'm my playing with my cobbler. It's cobbler. He's playing with his wa- his waddle. It's my Joey's apple. <laughs> oh my gosh. So my Joey's apple is behind all that extra freaking whatever. You look good. Skin. Yeah. Uh, so please go to nerdhouseentertainment.com, check everybody out, and uh stay tuned for more stuff. And yeah, I'm excited that they're having me and um I've definitely made some good friends with everybody at Moral Combat and Flops and looking forward to talking to the other people as well. So um, we know that Jean is a little under the weather, so I'm guessing you're drinking water or emergency. Yeah. Okay. Water. Good for you. Good for well, you. The, yeah. The emergency we were on that. Yeah. KCB, what do you got going on over there? Water. <laughs> for those that can't see, because this is a podcast. Away. Put that finger up. Casey is keeping up foreign relations. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, you know the finger. <laughs> yes, I know the finger goose. But Casey. I'm right. Don't lie. I had a nice long run of sipping with you guys before this little mishap. But hey, yes. I just called out what you were drinking. It's fine. I'm not judging. I'm drinking yeah. the same thing. There's yeah. water because I was scrambling after work trying to get home so we could record at six o'clock. <clears throat> I need 20 minutes. Oh, I need 10 minutes. I'm sorry. Um, P.S. Eat. I forgot that six o'clock your time was not six o'clock our time. So when oh. you guys were, oh, when Amanda was like, oh, so like 7 30 or 8, I was like, oh, fuck. That's right. Because it's like six o'clock our time and Casey's Ugh. still at work. <laughs> yes. And it didn't like register in my clogged up head Fucking until you said that. And I was like, damn it. 
you're you're yeah. forgiven because you're sickly. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Well, I've got um a 19 crimes again. This time it is the red, the 2018 red blend. And I did not, let's see. I have not read this one yet to see what the guy did. So I need to do that. And I should have done that before, but I didn't have time. Um, do you well, guys remember what let's be honest, this episode of the syphilis was literally thrown together this morning? Yeah. Very impromptu, but I talked about it last week, but then I've been sick for like six days. So yeah, just now coming off that, but I have I've left the people for a while. No sick. Hey, for- Casey's healthy. All right. So <clears throat> we're going to do a quick sip libs and then we're going to get to our lists. So I couldn't find a full thanksgiving one but this one is roast goose with apple stuffing recipe so i feel like we can stuff this goose with some funny shit so and it will be certifiably fuckable exactly <laughs> who wants to Forget start a fucking goose <laughs> in case he wants to fuck a stuffed goose yeah, you gotta stuff it with something might as well be dick <laughs> <laughs> oh george terrible no poor goose <laughs> All right, Casey, I'm going to call on you. Give me a body part. That should have been obvious, right? Right? What are you doing? Hello? I'm going to hijack it because it's got to be dick. It's got to be dick. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Did I not come through clearly? No. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Dick, bat, (laughs) balls, cock. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, Gene, give me a number. 42. 42? Yeah. Okay. The hell is 42? Come on. It's a number. It's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. No? Hitchhiker's Guide not... to the Galaxy? Oh, oh I have not seen Fuck off that. you two. All right. Get sorry. out of here. Sorry. Get out of here. Sorry. 42. Okay. Verb. I'm going to say gobble. All right, Casey, verb ending in ED. Fucking. No, ED. ED. ED, fuck. Okay, thank you. Uh, why, I don't <laughs> know why I thought you said ING. I don't know either. Uh, Jen, a noun. Uh, um, grappling hook. Grappling hook? Grappling, grappling, grappling hook. Wait, is that like a fishing thing? Okay. No, it's like the freaking three hook thing. Like just, James Bond throws and hooks on the wall. I don't know. This is a grappling hook. Oh, that's right. We've actually had this conversation before. <laughs> Fired again. Probably on to my house. <laughs> I have not ever been to the grappling hook room. You lost the recording for. Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) Not tonight. I have a headache. Yeah, you heard me. He has a headache. Don't flatter yourself. Okay. Adjective. Mm -hmm. Certifiably fuckable. All right. Casey, noun. Dildo. Okay. Jen, adjective. Um, damn, y'all. 
My Don't forget, you still got to get your catchphrase in before we're done. I know. Uh, saggy. Okay. A noun for me, I'm going to say uh, damn it. I was trying to think of a, a I'm going to say wishbone. I was trying to think of a funnier part of the turkey, but never mind. Casey, type of measurement. Foot long. Five dollar foot long. Any, any, any. Okay. Funnier Ten. part of the turkey. Jen, a fraction. A fraction? I know, right? What the fuck? Uh, let's do five and three quarters. Five and three quarters. A number. I'm going to say 69. Casey, an animal. Donkey. Okay. Jen, a noun. Uh, fuck Muppet. Yes. Chris will be proud. <laughs> Shout out to Cole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a verb. Um, basting. I know I'm keeping it. I'm not trying to keep it PG. I'm just trying to throw in Thanksgiving terms. So You're you guys have giving it. You guys have to dirty it up. All right, Casey, a noun. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I can't use that because that was an ing one. Hold on. I'll say based. My bad. All right, Casey, a noun. Asshole. Nice. All right, Jen, verb ending in ing. Um, smothering. Ooh. And noun for me, I am gonna say cock ring <laughs> on my whorehouse. On my whorehouse. All right, <laughs> Casey, an adjective. Tight. Okay. <laughs> Jen, a number. Um, seven hundred and sixty-three. Nice number for me. I'm just gonna say seven, 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 seven. All right, Casey, a verb. Horny. That's not a verb. <laughs> That's an adjective. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I don't care. We'll verb it up. Um, I, I don't <laughs> think you can. I lick. No. Oh, there you go. Lick. Yeah, that too. Okay. And lastly, Jean, give me a number. Another one. Shit. I know. One. one. All right. All right. How in the heck? She didn't even get her tits out. I didn't get to have oh, my tits out. Oh, man. Okay. It's okay. Tits out, everybody! Yes. <laughs> Which is always better than tits up. <laughs> That's right. All right. Let's get our Thanksgiving on with some roast goose with apple stuffing. <laughs> Chop the dick from one 10 to 42 pound ready to gobble goose. <laughs> Cook with one cup fucked onion and two grappling hook spoons butter until onion is certifiably fuckable and the dick is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Mix with five cups dried dildo cubes. (laughs) What is a dildo cube? 
We're going to come back to that. <laughs> All right. Two cups of chopped soggy wishbone. Saggy. Sorry. Saggy wishbone. <laughs> Quarter. <laughs> We're all coughing. Quarter cup of snipped parsley, three quarters of a foot long dried sage, crushed, half teaspoon of salt, and five and three quarters teaspoons of pepper. That's a lot of fucking pepper. (laughs) (laughs) But so is a foot long of dried sage. So it is. Mix 69 beaten eggs and one half cup donkey broth. That's a lot of cholesterol. <laughs> don't keep <laughs> Toss with bread mixture. Used to fill fuck Muppet cavity. <laughs> Base legs together. Based to tail. Prick legs and wings with asshole. <laughs> Place on rack. It... <laughs> Place with on your rack. asshole wait 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 press it together with your asshole it just says with asshole so i think any asshole will do i think whatever you have handy whatever's left over in the pantry um, <laughs> place on rack in shallow smothering pan insert cock ring thermometer in center of inside tight muscle without touching bone <laughs> yeah that's what she said she said <laughs> Roast at roast at 763 degrees till thermometer registers 185 degrees for two to seven hours. Lick off fat serves 10 to (laughs) 1. So could serve 10, might serve one. Okay. That's okay. Okay. You're really hungry. Um, I bet it's one if it's that person's asshole. Exactly. <laughs> like whoever's asshole it is, that's it. <laughs> I definitely have to know whose asshole's in it before I decide to eat. Oh, Ooh. And, and if it's a, I mean, if it's a bleached asshole, then I have questions. So <laughs> at least it's sanitized before it touches it. Very true. Very true. Oh, all right. That was that was a pretty good one. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your goose with the cock ring thermometer. (laughs) No, cock. Oh, it was the cock ring thermometer. I don't know. Yes. Dildo cubes is yes. yes. What dildo cubes. I'm so intrigued. Okay. Awesome. All right. So in the spirit of gathering with family, um, good, bad, or whatever, we're going to talk about our favorite movies Mm -hmm. about families. So this was difficult for me, as I already told you guys. Um, So I went off the wall. So before, before we guess what we had in common, um, (laughs) I went off the reservation a little bit on this one. The so, one time I freaking rein it in and don't get creative and you go off the fucking wall. I had to. So so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my top five. But at the end, I have a quick, I'll just run through it. Top five of what I would consider the traditional favorite family movies. But I, I didn't know what to do with this. I had too many. So <clears throat> Casey, what are your thoughts on what we're all going to have in common? 
I'm going to play it safe and go with two for each of you. Okay. Jen? I'm going to say one. Okay. Honestly, I'm going to say zero. <clears throat> it's that off the wall. Uh, it's huh? that off the wall that I don't. Okay. I would say Jen and I might have one in common. And the only other one I thought we might, I don't know if Casey has seen. Um, when I go through my like more traditional list, I think we're going to have a lot in common, but I had to just go weird because I couldn't narrow it down otherwise. So fair enough. I'm going to go with zero, honestly. All right. All right. Jen, you want to start with your number five? Sure. My number five is a 2003 movie by our favorite Tim Burton. Uh, it is a movie called The Big Fish. Oh, that I one's cute. Freaking love that movie. It's got Ewan McGregor in it, mm-hmm. uh, Albert Finney, um, Jessica him. Lange, Helena Bonham Carter. Like great cast, but the storyline movie. Of course, it has Helena. Of Bonham course, Carter. of course, <laughs> yes. But the storyline itself is just really good. Um, I mean, for if you haven't seen it, it's basically a son who, um, when his dad is dying, finally, like he is trying to figure out what stories from his dad's life are actually real and what's not real. And it's just, it's a feel good, but also just kind of a, ugh, like sad, but Mm -hmm. it's so good. And it, it, I feel like it, helps them like the children to kind of know their parents um get to know their parents as adults yeah. you know and um why maybe some of the stories they told were outlandish and they make it fun you know and it it's just such a good movie it's and a really cute movie that's I yeah. love it it's my number yeah. five yay yeah. Okay. I didn't have that one. Not even in my long list. I forgot about it, but that's a good choice. Yeah, I kind of thought that might be the one that Casey and I might have <gasps> in common. So I don't yeah, think any of these other ones we will have. Literally totally slipped my freaking mind. Mine too. All Such right. A good movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It is I'm it's sure. actually definitely there and went through like the Tim Burton library. I'm like, I gotta find a way to get some tim burton in my list but then i was like well there you go i did it for you yeah and i like the obvious choice i'm like i can't really beetlejuice no i mean i would throw edward scissorhands but that one is a good family movie yeah and it's well yeah all right well casey what's your number five my number five is a 1965 musical starring Julie Andrews mm. and Christopher Plummer. And it opens with a. I'm waiting to sing. Andrews, I'm building to it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Notified Julie Andrews dancing in the hills, singing about how the hills 
Yes, that is a good one. Damn, I didn't think of that either. See, there's so many. There's too many. Good choice. That is a great choice. Oh, the Von Trapp. Yeah, I mean. That actually was like the first movie that came to mind when you brought up the episode this morning. Nice. Oh, well, that makes it easy and i actually had it a lot higher on my list until i started putting stuff together i'm like <laughs> nope that one has better casey precedence that one has better casey yep. i'm like and the sound of music is a great one of the greatest movies of all time yeah and yeah i've got it all the way down at my number five so solid yeah obviously at this point you can tell the <laughs> next four movies that are going to come on my list that actually wasn't worded correctly the next four movies to be revealed on my list <laughs> are significant movies to me okay so, but yeah i mean how can you go wrong with you know the von trapp family you can't Nazi germany and oh uh, yeah Damn yeah Nazis. The Damn love it. story that is Maria. And <clears throat> I know. The I actually, out of those kind of like those that time frame in the musicals, I prefer the King and I to that one as far as the love story. But like not the family part, but like the love stories are very similar. But yeah, so beautiful. Actually, the first movie that came to my mind making this list didn't make my top five because again, I decided to go weird. But it made my other Ooh. list. I actually think it will make y'all's list. So we'll see. So what's your number five? So my number five is technicality. They are not family, but they are pretending to be a family. And it is the 2013 Jason Sudeikis film, We're the Millers. Yeah, that's a great one. I love this movie so much. So I know they're technically not family. So I actually thought about not including it. But the reason I did is because each one of my movies has some kind of quirk that makes it like special. And so for this one, it's four people who don't really know each other, two people who can't stand each other. And they're all pretending to be a family for the purpose of earning a shit ton of money. But they end up though. But they end up being a family. And so that's like, you know they go through the course of all this stuff together for if you haven't seen we're the millers jason sudeikis is like a drug dealer and he has to do this big drug heist for this guy so he hires his neighbor and these two random homeless kids or sort of homeless kids to be his family and they're going to drive an rv to mexico and pick up the drugs and come back and jennifer aniston jennifer aniston emma stone yeah emma stone no emma watson sorry no Roberts. Damn it. There's too many Emmas. Emma Roberts. Sorry. My favorite part of that whole movie is the freaking blooper reel at the end. Yes. The freaking, they turn on the friend song. They turn on the freaking radio and it's the freaking friends theme. Yes. Yeah. But the funny part about it is as they go through this whole process, they automatically assume like they're faking, but they're not really faking these family roles, especially as they spend more time together. Like you know, and they stop off at this fair and the girl brings in this random teenage punk and they're both immediately acting like mom and dad, but they really are feeling like mom and dad. That's my favorite part. 
What's you do use Scotty P. What's that say there on your neck? No regrets. It's my credo. No regrets? Really? Not even a single letter? Not even letter? a single letter? Because <laughs> it says no, no regrets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, at the end, they do become like a, a little, you know, pseudo family or, you know, whatever. And it's, anyway, that movie is fucking hilarious if you haven't love seen it. it. And Jason Sudeikis, I will take him any day, anytime, anywhere. I love him. He's adorable. He's hilarious. And yeah. Yeah. So, I will plug Ted Lasso at that too. Yeah. We're about Whole to start other watching level. it. Yes. It's so good. Yeah. That's what I've, I've been told. So yeah. Good stuff. All right. Jean, what's your number four? Um, my number four is the 91, 1991. <laughs> um, Steve Martin, Martin Short, mm-hmm. Diane Keaton, Kimberly Williams, mm-hmm. some father of the bride. Yeah. You got the Bonks family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bonks. George Bonks. Yes. I just love that movie because it's so good. It's not like huge on the family side of it as much as it is like the father daughter relationship. Yeah, but that's Um, the family. It is. The father daughter relationship is part of the family dynamic, though. Well, yes, but I'm just saying it, it, it's not so focused on like the whole family. It's more focused on the two of them. Um, Right. But it's that's one of those movies that. Dude, we were young when it came out. I saw it in the theater. It was such a... I saw both of them in the theater. Just, oh, it's such a great movie. Yes. And I just love it. And he, you can't go wrong with Martin Short and Steve Martin. And Steve Martin, which... I mean... Thank you was, for Only Murders in the Building. God, right? thank you for bringing I haven't, I haven't watched that yet, but... It's good. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I, uh, I love it. It's yeah. such a good movie. Casey, do you have that one? As an honorable mention. Okay. So when we, when I said whatever, doing this list, that was the first one that popped into my head. On my traditional list, that's number one all day long. Yeah. Such a good movie. Like, oh God, my heart. And yeah, I'm with you. No, I, anytime Martin Short, especially plays the international flair. Mm hmm. I mean, come on. He's freaking hilarious when he does shit like that. And yeah, if they hadn't brought him back for the sake the 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 yeah, yes, I'd have been freaking pissed for freaking dropping my money to go see that and freaking not getting Frank. (laughs) Frank and Hulk. Yeah, and uh, and that hot dog bun scene in the grocery store. Oh my <laughs> god! And then, but it makes sense though. I mean, yeah. How many? I mean, I remember probably two or three years before that used to always confuse me. Well, yeah, like two or three years before this version of the movie came out. Thinking, why are like packages of hot dogs? Like a package of eight and hot dog mm. buns come in a bag of freaking six. Now you end up with two extra yep. freaking hot dog buns and or two extra hot dogs and no freaking buns to eat. Then the you damn have to dog. ghetto bun it with yep. bread. 
I mean, well, I think it's the other way around in the movie because he's like, I am not going to pay for the superfluous buns. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. But I mean, no, I, mean, I know. I just that quote cracks me up. That's the only reason I said that. No, that was a freaking priceless freaking scene. And he went manically psychotic with it mm-hmm. right to that perfect level. I mean, <clears throat> it could have totally been overdone and pure crap, but. You know, no, it was perfect. Martin being the comic genius that he is. God, I love that- Steve Martin. Right oh, yeah. Yep. So good. I just and love it. It's so good. And honestly, I what, probably my favorite part or like one of my most favorite parts is when she goes to pick him up from jail. Because all the stuff she says to him in that scene is just, you know, it's just a wedding. It's not a conspiracy against you. People do these every day in every country in the world. And then she like has him repeat the thing. And when she says the part about, you know, with every roll of my eye, I'm taking away from my daughter's happiness. Like that just hits you. Like if you're thinking like a guy like George, you know, that's like all he's thinking about is the money. And really he's not even thinking about the money. He's thinking about, I don't want to lose my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like all of this is about, he doesn't want to lose his daughter. Like, let's be honest. It's just, yeah. you know, that's his coping mechanism, but it's like, I and I was a kid when I saw this, but I, that moment hit me so hard. I was just like, man, like, you know, mm-hmm. so, full of the feels, full of the funny and God, their house next to the home alone house. I wanted their house <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're saying. I mean, if I had a daughter and once she got to that age, I'd probably be the same way that George was in that movie. Yeah because he's yeah, lashing I mean, out because he's scared well yeah you're giving a, you're giving away your comfort your personal bubble is being burst and you know father-daughter relationship i mean yeah, how can yeah. you beat that i mean well mother-son but yeah. <laughs> mother-son mother-daughter <laughs> Yeah, good relationship with my kids. Hey, my kids are so special. I'm just just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You hit the jackpot, Jean. Just saying, but yeah, you guys are we are lucky. Yeah, Um, so father of the bride, father of the bride, number four, number one on my traditionally accepted what I would normally number one, absolutely. So, number one on my honorable mention list. All right, Casey, what's your number four? My number four movie is a 1985 science fiction comedy that will probably make your husband's world spin around in circles, but back to the future. That is a good family. That's a family movie for sure. He goes back to save his family ish. His mom tries to hit on him. You were thinking I was going a different direction? I was thinking my stepmother is an alien because that made my long list. But I can remember what year that was. I just know it was the 80s. Anyway. Hmm. God, I haven't seen that movie in I haven't either. But anyway, back to the future. Yes. Love it. I just have a question. Why? When they're back in their normal time, do his mom and dad not like they're not freaked out by the fact that their son looks just like Calvin Klein? Agreed. Like, why? 
And why is his name still Marty? His name should have been Calvin. Because Calvin introduced them. Good point. Let's ask George. Well, that's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird. George (laughs) is theoretically supposed to be doing an episode of an evening at the movies to discuss this if we can make schedules meet. Well, now you have a talking point. There you go. There's a whole lot of freaking questionable stuff in this movie that is up for discussion. I mean, I mean, it it's an awesome freaking movie. Yeah. For one, and I think it's one of the first movies I ever remember going and seeing multiple times at the movie theater. I did not see that in the theater. Seriously, I didn't yeah. see it in the theater. No. You guys suck. I didn't Sorry. see it. <laughs> Excuse me. So, Casey, I didn't start seeing, I don't think I saw a movie in the theater until I was probably, actually, I know the first movie I saw in the theater, and it was only because my mom couldn't get a babysitter, and it was The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) And and my mom just took me because she couldn't get a babysitter, but we didn't go to movies, so I didn't see movies in the theater (laughs) until middle school. Pretty sure my first movie had to have been, like, the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Like, I think that was my first. Maybe I don't know. I can't think of. We were too poor to go to the movies, <laughs> dude. We hit up the dollar theater. Come it, on. My mom also did not want to. I love my mom. She's amazing, but she was a very young mother, and taking her kids to the movies was not on her list of priorities. More. We oh, alone, we didn't so. get taken. We got taken and dropped off. My mom never stayed at yeah. the movies. No, I mean, I was, got taken to the drive by my dad, but that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I had my mom took us to the movies numerous times. My aunt and uncle took us to the movies several times. And they actually were the first ones to take us to go see my number one movie on this list. Oh, okay. my mom was the one that took me to go see the number two movie on my list. All right, you're special. You got to go to the movies. I like it. No, but I mean, even. No, I'm just kidding, Casey. I'm good sorry. choice, though. Good Back choice. to the future. You know, probably early to middle part. Yeah, probably middle part of the 80s. And yeah, we were. We did, got up, did our chores, freaking stuff in our freaking pockets and got dropped off right. the freaking movie and picked up. Yeah. Or, All right. I, it was just. A fun activity, especially during the summer, for us to do. And let's be honest, right? Dude, yeah. Summer was when the movies came out. The big movie. I mean, true, true, so. true. But yeah, no. Back to the Future, hilarious freaking movie. I love it. One yeah. of my all-time favorites. And if we can make schedules align, it. Hopefully, I know we got to figure it out for sure. So, but no pressure. I mean. I totally understand if work and holidays and whatnot push that off, but yeah, we'll get to I, it eventually. At some point, I would love to have your husband on to discuss Back to the Future, whether it's this month or yes. The road. So, but yes. All right. What's your number four? So, my number four is the one I I Bo. think possible. Oh, what? Four. Oh, <laughs> not four. Four. I think could possibly be on Jen's list. If you don't have this one, I don't think any of us are going to have any in common. Okay. Um, 
and it's still a long shot. But my number four is the 2006 Greg Kinnear, Tony Collette, Abigail Breslin, Little Miss Sunshine. No, not it. Have you guys seen Little Miss Sunshine? I've seen bits and pieces of it. Okay. Like the part where she's in that talent show yes. with a pageant and she does the dance. <laughs> and she's dancing with her super freak. My oh, freak my <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so it's, it's one of the, so you know how, I think I've talked about this in another episode about how like in the late nineties, early two thousands, like the indie movies were what started really like, you know, Mm-hmm. be in the oscar stuff and like mm-hmm. but you know so a lot of people didn't hear about little miss sunshine i just happened to watch it on cable but basically it's about this really you know like fucked up family steve carell's in it alan arkin he's the grandpa um and the little daughter enters the little miss sunshine pageant contest and she gets picked so they have to drive their little like vw van cross country to get her to this pageant and in between all this different stuff happens there's all these dramatic different family dynamics which i won't go into but um you know steve carell's like the uncle and he's like super depressed and then there's like her older brother and then halfway or you know almost all the way through the trip the grandpa dies (laughs) kind of like vacation style where aunt edna dies Mm -hmm. and they still drive to the pageant and they you know leave him in the car and it's just to, the reason I picked it is because it's this like working class family and it's about what they will do to help this child achieve her dream because it's her only dream to win the Little Miss Sunshine pageant. And when she gets there, she's clearly not equipped. She doesn't have the costumes or the makeup or the hair. She's got her glasses and her long hair and her little like, you know, gymnast leotard she's not even in the same league as these other girls but she doesn't care she gets out there and yeah her grandpa teaches her this dance to super freak and it is just the if you ever it's inappropriate seen, it's very inappropriate <laughs> very inappropriate um but yeah it's just you know it's a little indie movie that actually did really well and all the actors are great anything with tony collette i and greg kinnear they're amazing yeah, um, they are so it's it's a dramedy for sure. It's got a lot of funny parts, but it's really dramatic. Um, but I would recommend it. It's it's definitely about family and all the love they have for each other. And you, like I said, you get to see all the different family dynamics while still the main story is all of trying to get to the Little Miss Sunshine pageant. So yeah, yeah, good pick. It just it just touches my heart. I love that movie so much. And yeah, watching little Abigail Breslin dance to Super Freak and shaking her little ass, it's its really funny. <laughs> it is pretty cute. So I think that um, Fist Fight stole their school scene from that movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is an awesome scene as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, is her, what is her name? Oh, I don't Trisha, remember what her name is. This one's for you. <laughs> I don't fuck with you. <laughs> and the dad's like, what? Oh, and he gets, he's like, all right, we're doing all this. Right, we're doing this. <laughs> That's Love the kind it. of supportive parent I would be. So yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Jean, number three. Uh, my number three is a 2002 little Reese Witherspoon McDreamy mm-hmm. action. Sweet home, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I love it. 
because a long list, you know, she just, she's so embarrassed mm-hmm. of where she came from and who her family is. And she leaves and makes this whole new life and nobody knows who the real her is, you know, like, right. Nobody knows the real her in New York. Um, and then she has to go back home and she kind of just starts to realize that she was wrong about, you know, keeping her family secret and you can uh, take the I girl see, out of the country, but you take can't take the country out of the girl. I can see George in your little yeah. list podcast. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it, I think that's a good one about family because it it brings her back. Like she wants to be this other person and live this other life. And when she's back at home and exposed to real life, right. she realizes, you know what? That's this bitch. Like when they say it's she, okay to have roots and wings. Yeah. But yeah, yeah nobody so. talks to my mama like that. Pop. Right in the face. Um, so I'm gonna interrupt you for just a second. Yeah. Uh, come here, George. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. All right. So this is a break in the conversation really quickly. We have questions about Back to the Future. Okay. So oh. Jen. Well, but you need to save that. Do we? Well, I for just want to get a episode. Okay. Well, I just wanted to get a one-word answer about if he's gonna have one. Okay. Um, why weren't in the future when they go back to the future? Why weren't um fuck you? No, at the end when they go back to the present. When they go back to the present. Okay. Why aren't Lorraine and uh whatever George. his name is George? George. Why aren't Lorraine and George freaked out that their son looks like Calvin Klein? I mean it's a plot hole. There you go. <laughs> Easy <laughs> answer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, he's read articles about it. <laughs> so of it's a plot hole. They just didn't think that through. It's a plot hole, but some people say because. Um, and why was my question is why did why is his name still Marty? Why didn't they name him Calvin? Because Calvin introduced them. That's true. Okay. Well, in the movie, in the movie, when he's in the past, that somebody calls him Marty, and they're like, Marty, that's an interesting name. Really? Yeah, when they're in the stairwell. Yeah. Not end. in the first movie. In the very first movie. In the oh, oh, when, when okay. they're, they're saying, hey, George is going to take me home. Is that okay? Who calls him Marty? Nobody knows him by she, that. She, he refers to himself. Oh. He said, if you have a kid named Marty. And, and, oh, and she goes, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's such an interesting Okay. Name. I didn't remember that. So that's so that makes sense. The problem okay. is, why didn't they recognize him? Yeah. And, and the, the articles that I read said basically like, you know, it's been so many years and they, they didn't think about it. There's no real good pictures from it. Yeah, Lorraine so, was too hot for him not to remember that. But <laughs> Right? Okay. That was it. That was our... Mm-hmm. We can discuss more if we if you come on an evening at the movies, but I wanted to get your, your take on that real quick. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks, right. George. Thanks, George. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye, lover. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> He said, he, oh, he's leaving doing the helicopter now. Helicopter. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Always. He's, uh, he's yeah. such a good husband. He took my car, got the oil changed. He washed it, vacuumed it, uh, got the tires rotated, and put gas in it. Nice. 
and bought me two cases of wine. I got new brakes. He got so. new tires. Jen got new brakes. So we all had car <laughs> shit done today. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Adulting. <laughs> so, right. Um, anyway, okay, sorry about so, that. Yeah. Number three, yeah. um, Sweet Home Alabama. Love so. it. Made my yeah. long list. Love it. All right, KCB, what's your number three? Um, I actually have a clue as to what the identity of my number three is. And I'm curious to know if you guys will figure this out, but Lion King. <laughs> Damn, I can't even think of that. Oh, such a yeah. good one. I actually sent that thing to you guys yesterday too about the Lion King. That's the reason why I thought of that one. What'd you send? I didn't get it. Did you miss it? Yeah. Oh, so, oh no, I didn't. Okay, I yeah, did. I'm sorry. That thing about that. his yeah. Mufasa's body. Yes. I was like, did they really just make Scar a bigger motherfucker than yes, he already I did is? see that. I mean, mm. no, I mean amazing love, love, love. choice. Yes. yes. It is the antithesis of Disney dysfunctional family. I mean, you have the alpha male brother Mufasa, his bloodline being Simba, and then you have the, the illegitimate redheaded stepchild. Fucking like DJ. Is he illegitimate? No, I don't know. I don't oh, okay. Know. Well, no, I'm serious. Like, I didn't know that. Is he? Ooh, he's no, just maybe, a degenerate. Maybe he is. Maybe that's his problem. Yeah. No, because he's a milkman's kid. <laughs> if he was, he wouldn't have no, been able to be the king. True. Yeah. Because he wouldn't be naturally a part of. The, yes. Like, they the did British. a very royal family English style of uh, hierarchy there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I. Mean, yeah, and then you get the Shakespearean tragedy of him killing his brother so that he can take over the throne that he has absolutely no right to because Simba's been born and Simba is next in line to be king. Oh, I just can't wait to be <laughs> king. And yeah, that's the other, I mean, the movie from literally top to bottom has nothing but incredibly singable music in it i mean true singable trademark 2021 (laughs) 2022 though but i mean you can't watch the movie without freaking singing along yeah oh yeah for sure for sure or and i cry every time that freaking when he goes down there and he's like nudging him i'm just like Yeah. So sad. How but, come all the Disney movies do that? When a character dies, somebody <laughs> comes up and nudges them with their nose, and I'm like, "Fuck why me! You why do you try? Why you do that to me?" <laughs> yeah. Stop like, killing remember, people. Remember in Lady and the Tramp when the big dog gets run over, and luckily he doesn't die, but he gets run over by the the animal control truck, and that the guy, the little mm-hmm. Scotty, goes up to him and he like nudges him. I'm like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Damn you, Disney. No. Yeah. Lion King's a definitely good family. It's, you know, the bloodline is very, like, that theme is very strong with that story. Yeah. Well, and it, 
yeah, you can't really have that story without the whole bloodline issue. Well, and that's kind of like um, similar to the whole Sweet Home Alabama. You know, he leaves because, you know, he feels like he killed his dad, but he stays gone and he's like ashamed of who he is, mm-hmm. but then gets brought back and that whole family thing kind of clicks back in. Takes yeah. place with, as the ruler of Pride Rock. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, Aiken. Yep, yep, for some bacon. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep, he's yep. a big pig. You can be a big pig too. Oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, good choice. So good. So yeah, mine. Ninety four Lion King. Not that obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just eh, terrible. So my number three, I know you guys aren't going to have because I don't believe either of you have even seen it. Um. It is the 2018 Oscar winner for Best Picture and Best Director, Parasite. So Parasite, I know I've talked to you guys about Parasite, but anyway, oh. it's about, it's a Korean movie. It's about this Korean family that slowly, you know, they're poor and they're whatever. And they, you know, just through their wits and how smart they are, slowly infiltrate this other family. And it is just the most fucked up, family dynamic between all the families you know there's the family that lives in the house and their whole dynamic is fucked up and then there's a family trying to infiltrate their family and then there's the housekeeper who spoiler alert spoiler alert go away now if you don't want to know that is keeping her husband in the basement of the house because he's been fired from the family and has nowhere to live so she's like secretly feeding him and then she gets fired and anyway it's even if you don't like foreign language movies i think i've talked about this you have to read subtitles but honestly after about 15 minutes you don't even know you're reading subtitles it's so freaking good that's the life is beautiful in yeah subtitle that it's the same way you forget oh, yeah uh, that one i should have had that one on my list too because yeah oh my gosh ultimate family movie yeah. right there oh not getting into that though yep so parasite is right you should though it's very much about it has a very good message about like you know capitalism but also like kind of like social hierarchy and just i i don't know i don't know how to explain it and yes i ruined one of the big twists but even without that it's there's so many things that happen such a good movie and it's definitely like different family dynamics within the different families that exist in the movie so and it's classified as a horror movie i would not call it a horror movie because it's not to me it's not scary it's very dramatic and there is some blood like there's some violence so maybe that's why it's classified but honestly to me it's just a mind fuck like Mm. if i had to use one phrase to describe it it's a mind fuck so kind of get (laughs) outy yes yes very much and i've actually been getting into korean films which is interesting but they're actually pretty good so yeah good to know all right gene what's your number two um my number two is a 1993 movie with juliette lewis and johnny depp and one Mm. leonardo dicaprio What's eating Gilbert mm-hmm. Grape? 
That's another one. <laughs> What's that, wrong, that Casey? Like, yeah, Casey. Didn't think of it or it's on your list? No, I didn't think of okay. it. Okay, we're, I was like, oh, at this point, we're not gonna have any in common. I, I don't, yeah, think so. I don't think so I either. See either of you pick, picking either of these two that I have left. Yeah, same, same. That's this a good one, movie. It's such a great movie. You know, like Johnny Depp is just really trying to live his own life, but he has to take care of his obese mom and his mentally challenged brother and also try to live life yeah and it's just oh and that's another one that's just it gets you it's sad yeah and it's like but it's so good and it just I guess I just picked movies where like I guess somebody sacrifices something for family you know what I mean yeah um I guess that's kind of what this one would fall under because he really does sacrifice a lot um, of his personal life because he has this family that needs him so much. And right. It's just so good. And Leonardo DiCaprio's performance in that. Oh my gosh. His like, performance in everything. Oh God. He's just so good. And he he's really always is. Been, he's always been just so amazing. And so. that's one of his very first roles. It is. Yeah. He was very young. And what is your problem, Casey? (laughs) You get off our dicks about Leo. Stop. I'm sorry, Casey. (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the most epic, great actors of our generation. And he when we are older or even when our kids and we're all gone, he's going to be remembered like for sure charlton heston he's gonna be like robert de niro and al pacino like he's gonna be remembered like these guys because he's that good at what he does he's done so many great movies yeah he's like the susan lucci of the oscars until he finally went for the <laughs> revenant which i was like oh good lord that movie stop it was I mean, terrible i, I, I could not i haven't oh, seen don't. it but he should have won for so movie? many other movies you spend half of the movie trying to figure out what the fuck Tom Hardy is saying <laughs> because you can't understand him. And the oh, other half wondering who's going to win, Leo or the bear. Like, <laughs> it's just, oh. Casey, yeah. what is your problem? I'm just not a huge Leo fan. But well, you, you know have why? to give it to him on what's I'm eating not- Gilbert Grape. Like on a personal level, or you don't like his acting? I did. I'm not a huge fan of Leo's early work. Leo has grown up. You don't like this one? No, no, I love what's eating Gilbert Grape. Okay. So, what don't you like? Because Titanic, Titanic. Romeo and Juliet, (laughs) like, no, they're good. I love Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Romeo and Juliet was. Solid. It was okay. It was, it was okay. <gasps> Solid. That's blasphemy, sir. I oh my god, I just about said that same word. Thank you. <laughs> I don't okay. like Claire Danes, well, and I even thought that movie was good. I'm oh, see, I like her too. Mm, all right, Casey, um, but I mean, come on, well, Wolf of Wall Street, The Departed. <laughs> I mean, well, no, dude. 
like I said, yeah, the blood diamond, blood diamond, yeah. I'm more of a fan of the probably. Well, okay, I'm not a huge Titanic fan either, and mm. I'm probably going to get roasted for that one. But not by me. I saw I, it in the theater three times. <laughs> I, I saw it a couple times too. I saw it four times, and that was only because I was dating somebody and trying to get some. <laughs> I'll never let go. So you know what Titanic for me was like a course. So I graduated high school in '97, which I think Jen, what you're '96, '97, '96, and Casey '95. So we're all in the same. But for me, so I was dating somebody that I was extremely in love with. And I remember watching Titanic. And of course, you know, the whole story is like really sad. But I remember thinking at the end of it, is the person sitting next to me going to be a Jack? And not like in the romantic sense, but in the, if I'm on the Titanic, is this person going to save me? Is this person going to know what to do? And I kid you not, don't judge me. Every relationship I have ever been in, I have asked myself that question. Not in the romantic sense, not in the like, oh, it's such a good love story. In the, if I'm on the Titanic and I don't fucking. What? There was plenty of room on that freaking door for him. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, Don't even get me started on that. But like with George, I know if we were on the Titanic, he would fucking know what to do to make sure we lived. And so every time I've been in a relationship, I'm like, is this person going to know what we should do to survive whatever situation we're in? So I'll just thank Leo for that anyway. Yeah. So what's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Amazing movie. Sorry for the tangent. Good one. All right, Casey. And more of my reason for loving that movie is more my man crush on Johnny Depp. So yeah. Yeah. The other. I think if you have never had a crush on Johnny Depp at any stage of his career or your life, you're probably not human. Like you don't have to love him through everything, but at some point in his life, you've had to have had a crush on him if you're our age. Yeah. Man or man or woman, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street. Fuck, he's so hot in that movie with the hair and the getting the water bed. Yeah, poor baby. You know, fast forward, you know, a handful of years, what's eating Gilbert Grape and into, you know, the rebirth era with Pirates of the Caribbean and. Oh, and yeah. I was attracted to him in Sleepy Hollow. So, you know, oh, yeah. Ichabod Crane, he was so smart and attractive. Like, I'm I here for it. <laughs> was, you know, trying to save time and not list his whole freaking. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Number two, Casey. What's your number two? Let's do it. The nineteen eighty-two science fiction adventure, starring one very little Drew Barrymore. I knew you were going to say E.T. I knew it. Yes. E.T. The extraterrestrial. Uh. I didn't even think of that. Damn. I think that's part of the reason why we're not matching anything is because a lot of the stuff, it's like, how did I think of that? 
And I, I don't think either, and any of the three of us are literally going way outside the box with our list. No. Mm-mm. It just, I mean, there's just so many family, way too, too many. Well, yeah. And it basically, like we had talked about doing the like TV family thing down the road. And it's I think like, we have to separate it into drama and uh, sitcoms. Yeah, because I was literally There's too many. I was working on my list, and it's like, okay, well, okay, every sitcom basically, yeah, is family based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every drama is family based because that's just the dynamic. But yeah, no. but back to ET, though. I mean, yes, <clears throat> one of the greatest movies of all time, and absolutely still one of those movies that, like, The Green Mile and The Lion King, that I don't care, I still ugly cry. Oh, yeah, let's see it. So yeah. good. I've never watched ET and not cry. <laughs> Yeah. If you don't ugly cry while you're watching ET, you have no soul. <laughs> and, and the whole exchange at the very end when he's just like, "Bye," because <laughs> he so, he just says it so softly. Like the whole scene is very like you're already crying, and he's just like, "Bye." <laughs> yeah. So sweet. Good choice. Damn it, I didn't even think of that. Great choice. Great choice. Woo. So what's your number two? So my number two, I'm dying to know if either of you have even seen this movie. Jen, I think you probably have, because it's been on cable enough and it's probably like up our alley, but it is a movie that did not make like anything big to my knowledge um 1997 Liv Tyler Joaquin Phoenix Billy Crudup Jennifer Connelly inventing the Abbots nobody see that one Mm -mm. okay Casey no okay so yeah it wasn't like a I don't even know that maybe it probably was in theaters, but it's not a very well-known movie, but it's so good. So it's set in the fifties and it's about two families, the Abbots, which is like the rich family in town. It's very similar to the notebook. There's the rich family and the poor family. So the rich family has two sisters. The poor family has these two brothers. And it's basically about their relationships between the families which is very complicated, but also Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> basically. So yeah, there's the older brother and the older sister, which are, you know, the poor girl or the rich girl wants the poor guy and all the links they'll go to. But then also in the midst of it, there's their younger siblings who are friends. And there's also like some really big dynamics between the actual, like the adults and the families too. Um, so it's very like 1950s, very like, you know, yeah Romeo and Juliet forbidden love and this and that whatever um I don't know it's really really good it's definitely a drama nothing funny about it but I don't know I I would recommend it it's you know um 
I don't want to spoil anything because there's so much complexity to the story, but basically, you know, don't rich and poor it. and this and that <laughs> and whatever. Um, and very young, all of these people, Liv Tyler, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, Billy Crudup, Jennifer Connelly, like still just all super young. Um, the mom. What, 97? I believe the mom is Dee Wallace. Let me look. I could be wrong. Billy Crudup was also in Big Fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will Patton is the dad in the rich family. So I love... Okay, it's it's not... Um, I'm trying to think who the mom was. But yeah, Will Patton's in it. Um, oh, Kathy Baker. She's the mom in... Um, um, crap. Hey, Kathy Bates. Edward's... <laughs> She's an Edward Scissorhands. She's the the lady, the the flirty lady. Mm. The one that tries to seduce Ed. Yes. So anyway, it's a really obscure movie, but it's really like deep into family and, you know, just the different things that people will do to do what they want to do. So yeah. I would recommend it. Nice. I knew well, nobody would have this. I wasn't even sure if either of you had seen it, so. Hmm. Well, I probably will go see it. You should. It sounds like an interesting movie, so. But again, very dramatic. It's Kevin. deep, huh? I watched Rubber for Kevin. Oh, this <laughs> movie is way better than Rubber. I, think I can handle watching this one for you. I mean, this movie probably is exponentially better than Rubber. Very much. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All awesome. right, number one. Um, okay, so my number one is a 2005, and this one's a Christmas movie. Um, it's got Jermot Mulrooney, Sarah Jessica Parker, Claire oh. Danes, Luke Wilson, Rachel McAdams, Diane Keaton, Craig T. Nelson, um, The Family Stone. I don't care how many times I see this movie, I cry every time, but it's so good. Um, if I you cannot watch this movie. Oh, it's so good. Have you seen it's it? It's so Casey? cringy. Oh, it's not. It's no, so good. No, no, no. I don't mean, I don't mean the movie itself. I mean, the stuff that Sarah Jessica Parker's character says. Oh, I, yeah. It's a she, she it's a phenomenal movie. Cringy. But I there's so many parts when I watch it that I'm like, oh my god, does she just fucking say that? Like I and I know that's what they're trying to do, but it still makes me feel icky. Yeah. I'm totally with the, you though. The I'm greatest you. part about it though. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, um so Dermot good. Mulrooney is the oldest son, and he brings home his girlfriend who he plans on proposing to over Christmas. So he brings her home to, for Christmas. Um, he's got a brother and a sister and that whole family dynamic is amazing. Mm -hmm. But Rachel McAdams plays the sister and she cannot stand. Yeah. She's such a bitch. Sarah At the beginning. Parker. Like she cannot stand her. And but also her character is extremely cold. What, she not, is very cold. Not cold in a bad way, but cold in a like a 
a New York, like I don't get close to people kind of way. And yeah, also she's a, very like reserved. But then when she does talk, stuffy. she's abrasive. Yes. Yeah. She, Casey, she's have you seen not it? approachable. No, I haven't. Oh, it's Casey, you so have good. to see this movie. It's so good. Yeah. And then um yeah. so there the list. is another brother who is deaf mm-hmm. and Gay. he's married to a black man. Yeah. And so she she says all kinds of inappropriate shit just not even meaning to but she doesn't mean it in a bad way that's she doesn't thing. she's just very yeah. inquisitive like and it just comes out but all it's so wrong. cringy oh it is that yeah. whole dinner scene is oh it God. really is but overall i mean when diane I mean, keaton is just like god damn it slams yes, under the table slams like, it. yeah yeah i mean it's, it's good oh. I, it's I'm with so you. good. I just love it. It's one of my most favorites. Obviously, it's, it's my number one. Yeah. Um, it's hard it, oh. to watch at certain parts, but then yeah, at the end, you're oh sobbing. It's so good. Sobbing. It's so it good. is. Yeah. It's oh, all right, Casey. You have anytime homework. it's on. Yeah. If I can get through the dinner scene, I'm okay watching it, but that part is so <laughs> hard to watch yeah it's so hard well now i have to go and find it it's 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 on my it's on my it's on plex um yeah yeah, i I want to talk to you about it but you gotta watch it first (laughs) yeah yeah obviously yeah for sure so yeah it's that's my number one i'll watch it anytime it's on and it it really is um solid family um movie so and anything with Craig T. Nelson, I've had a crush on him since Poltergeist. I'll watch anything oh, with him. Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, on. I love him. Yeah, yeah. And Luke Wilson. Like, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Uh, it's so, so good. You just have to plan to be all up in your feels, like from <laughs> mad to funny to sad, because some of the stuff she says is fucking infuriating but at the same time you understand that it's not coming from a place of hatred it's coming from a place of ignorance like ignorance and she truly is just curious she's curious asking these questions and she doesn't think and it's like yeah but but the whole thing about you can't just ask someone why they're white (laughs) exactly (laughs) And, but yeah, uh, when, but when the dad, when he's like, that's enough, I'm like, yeah, like oh, even yeah. me, I was like, okay, Ooh, I'll, I'll be quiet, I'll be quiet. Like, shame, shame. Oh, yeah. Casey, go watch it tonight, please. I'll watch it's it with you. So good. We can watch it's it right so now good. after we get done. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay. All right, Casey, so what's, what's your, your number, number one? one? <laughs> My number one movie is a 1997. 1980 1983 trilogy Star Wars yeah the obvious choice yeah the one I knew <laughs> that I could probably give you both minimal clues and you would figure out yeah and realistically I can Luke see I not, am your father he does not say that <laughs> that's a Mandela effect 
No, I am your father. He does say, I am your father. He doesn't say Luke. <laughs> I know. That's from Tommy Boy. Ugh. You know Tommy Boy when he's talking to the fan? Yeah, in yeah. the fan. Yeah. That's the only reason I say it like that. Okay, Casey. But, I mean, it. I mean, even if you go back and just, like, episodes one through nine, it's the evolution of the whole entire Skywalker family. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm all for that. That literally was well, I think Snow White was the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater. And episode four was the second movie I ever saw in the movie theater. And literally from the second that the Star Destroyer comes in over the top of the screen over your head in the opening i was hooked yeah it well those were just cool anyway for yeah when we were kids the graphics and shit i mean yeah now those are cheesy but i mean it's nostalgic well yeah and you gotta remember i mean i think i saw the first one when it was re-released right before empire strikes back came out and that was I would have been like three years old at the time. So obviously it isn't going to take much to freaking blow my mind, but <laughs> yeah, you lasers, robots, spaceships, big hairy Wookiees, freaking smooth talking Han Solo, hot Princess mm-hmm. Leia, the you know, hero of the day, Luke Skywalker. You know, how can you go wrong with that? And then you as you grow up and realize exactly the storyline and how it weaves all together with the family and it's a tale of redemption and yeah all of that yeah i'm for sure and solid it's a choice and like i said there's your proof i maybe took a half a step outside of the box for my list and other than that's that, cool i stayed home like i promised <laughs> all right so my number one is 29 29- what star wars no <laughs> it is not the star wars <laughs> The only people that haven't seen Star Wars are the people who were in the movie, and that's because they lived it, Ted. They lived the Star Wars. That never gets not funny to me. All right. So mine is a very recent movie, 2019. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis and Chris Evans and Tony Collette again, and a bunch of other famous people. Knives out. Ugh. You don't like it? It was so predictable to me. Like I guessed Aww, the whole I thing loved at it. the very beginning. Yeah. I was if I if I can guess it, I lose interest. And so, so honestly, I, I need I to give it another chance. I didn't I guess need to it. give it another chance. But yeah, I totally guessed it. I told Steven and like we were watching it and I was like, this is what's gonna happen. And I guess it about halfway through, but not at the very beginning. Um yeah. 
I don't know. I love it. It's very Clue esque. It's very, you know, I love That's a who. Jean doesn't like it. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I love a who done it. I love a giant, mysterious mansion. I love a family where there's so many. To me, the different dynamics in the family is what was so interesting to me. Um, and obviously, like the scenery and the cinematography and just every like, to me, that's a movie I could watch over and over, even though I know what's going to happen. I just I thought the performances were great. I thought the story was, even if it is predictable, which I didn't feel like it was. I felt like about halfway through, I was like, yeah, it's going to be so and so. But I still didn't predict how everything happened. So maybe I'm too simple, but I just. I don't know. No, but you, because you focus on all of that other stuff, right? Yeah. I'm just like watching the movie. And I will say, just like I said for Clue, I freaking loved the cast. Both of those movies had incredible casts. I had no qualms with the cast at all. Like some of my most favorite people were in Clue. Yeah. I just, I'm not a huge fan of that type of movie so that's so I, why I didn't care for I will say anything about where you have like a rich family full of a bunch of people and you're trying to figure out who's going to get what in the will like it's simple but to me it's so interesting if they make it interesting like you know yeah. so to me that I love the whodunit thing but especially when it's a family like that's what mm-hmm. I liked about this as opposed to clue is that you have all these different people who are, you know, think they have entitlement to something, whether they do or not. And yeah, so yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis is a fucking rock star. So I'll support anything she does. So. Yeah, she's pretty Jamie awesome. Lee Curtis is my future ex-wife. Exactly. <laughs> and again, I went off the wall. So, you know, I was like, again, not traditional, but I just yeah. loved this movie. So, and it is yeah. a movie about family, so. <laughs> about a seriously fucked up family. They were not right. Yeah, they had all so, kinds yeah. of issues. Um. All right. So, Jen, what's your number one honorable mention? Um. So, this one is off, <laughs> off the list, but because we just watched it again the other day, and when I was talking about like Carter was asking me what we were doing. And I told him this actually was the very first thing he spit out of his mouth. And I was like, you know what? You're not the Incredibles. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, I was like, really? No. Um, No, I'm just kidding. uh, Remember the Titans. So it's not about actual family, but it is about family. Like, because they become... They become a family and they look after each other like family, even the two different families. Yes. <laughs> eventually are like family. Um, so that, and then his second one was the blind side. Yeah. Which again, I'm like, those are sports movies, but you're That's not okay. wrong. You know, but you're not wrong. Dynamic is still very similar to a family dynamic yes yeah because i actually thought about fast and furious because of that you know yeah 
Family. 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 I don't. I don't, I don't have friends. Family. I have family. I have family. Where is she? Go back to the first movie, though. <laughs> one of the big things is they sit down around the table and have yeah. family dinner, and Jesse gets freaking yelled at because he reaches in for the freaking. Yeah. I don't even remember what the hell was he reached in for, but you think nope. You have to say the grace now because you reached in for the freaking food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, just because it's not like your traditional family. That, no, I mean. Those I, were my top two. And, I mean, really blindside is about family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then, yeah, I had meet the parents. <laughs> I had, yeah. <laughs> is why that's just, ugh. Gene and so, I met twice. Yeah. I am very much a believer. Like, so I used to be like, I would say 15 years ago, maybe. And before that family is family, family is blood. You have to stick by them through everything. They're, they're whatever. And as a lot of people have, I have grown to realize family isn't just about who you're blood related to. And even if you are blood related to them, you don't have to have a relationship with them if they don't reciprocate a healthy relationship but also your friends and whoever anybody like i would call you guys family like honestly like Mm -hmm. you know you guys mean so much more to me than you know people in my family that i can't even name whether it's by fault or choice you know so i think yeah you know you you thank you you can choose your family and so i think absolutely fast and furious and you know remember the titans those kind of teach you you can choose the people that you want to be related to in that sense of the word you don't have Mm -hmm. to be blood relatives so and that's a good realization to have if people out there listening if you think that you have to maintain a relationship with somebody that's toxic you don't and no you can can call people who are not blood relatives your family if they feel like your family so family is what you make it okay anyway (laughs) since we're talking about thanksgiving and family there's your cheesy uh psa for the day there you go all right kcb honorable mentions um my honorable mentions are the match that I have with Jean's number five, which was Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. The second match that we had, Meet the Parents. Mm-hmm. Then my last but not least is my second Disney entry on the list. Mary Poppins. Oh, uh, love yes. some Mary Poppins. Yes. That Very was the second movie that popped into my head after yeah sound of music yeah 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 very nice i'm sitting there watching it on my list and then i'm watching the other stuff pop up and i'm like oh shit mary pop it's falling off this list really (laughs) fucking question it's nothing against that movie i i think that was actually the very first movie i ever watched on disney channel oh nice all right mary poppins it's so good Mary Poppins. I sing along to every one of the freaking songs anytime I freaking watch Mm -hmm. it. You have to. You know, it's 
a great movie. And I, honest to God, had never thought about it until I saw the Saving Mr. Banks movie. Mm-hmm. That was a good but one, too. I growing up always thought of that as being mary poppins being there to save the kids she wasn't there to save the kids no she was there to save mr banks from kind of from himself well yet circling the toilet and the bank (laughs) yeah well yeah but i mean it yeah literally if you watch that movie with the concept of watching it for that it's like yeah no he she's literally saving him from himself the Mm -hmm. bank yeah losing his family because because he's a dick (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) it is but yeah it's a great movie i couldn't yes have it be an honorable mention so i obviously have father of the bride that we talked about my number one honorable mention that almost made the top five was the great outdoors oh yeah any of the national lampoons ones too any of those (laughs) why are you having that face because i didn't even freaking think of that movie oh the, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yes, and Chris. So I eliminated all the Christmas ones because, yeah, Christmas vacation. But well, the but great outdoors, the National Lampoon's one. The, that, yes, that one's on my list. The National Lampoon's Vacation. Um, but yeah, the Great Outdoors. I fucking love the sibling rivalry, and it's just it's <laughs> such a hilarious movie. Um, Bad Moms. That was mm-hmm. another close That's one. A great one. I like that one. Um, Quiet Place off the wall but very much about family and the adams family Mm -hmm. love the adams family also almost made the top five very much about family um and then this is just exactly this is a (laughs) random one that i don't know if you guys have seen i feel like jen you've probably seen it a really old school uh uh kate hudson film raising helen have you no. seen that? Mm-mm. So she is um, her older sister. Uh, it's the lady from Desperate Housewives. I can't remember her name. Anyway, she's a young, she's a party girl. She's in fashion. She's whatever. Her older sister, um, her and her husband die in a car wreck. And then the younger sister mm-hmm. has to adopt the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. I almost included that just because I feel like that dynamic is a, a random, like, you know, you're suddenly a mom to three kids and what do you do? Mm-hmm. And of course, John Corbett's in it and he's just so fucking handsome. It's the yeah. subject of every Hallmark movie ever made. Yes. But it's better than a Hallmark movie. I mean, I'll give you that. But anyway, you guys, well, yeah, my list. Hallmark, but they mm-hmm. released it to theaters, so. And my only other not whitewashed movie besides Parasite, Soul Food. I love Soul Food. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. Daddy's Home. Have you guys seen Daddy's Home? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. And then I also thought about Terms of Endearment, but I don't want to cry. So. And Stepmom. No tears. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) Enough tears. My eyes are, they've been watering. I know you've seen me wiping and my eyes have been watering this whole time. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. And it's past my bedtime. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, an hour or so. 
Yeah, we are over that hour, but we, I'm, I'm I in there, know. guys. I think I'm just I made it. Drop. I'm gonna drop it. I'm not gonna edit much. So, all right. Well, um, by the time you guys hear this, it will probably be Black Friday, maybe. So, hope you are either having fun shopping or shopping online or staying at home and doing what you're doing. I plan to do nothing except go to the Thunder game Friday night. And yeah, we will talk next week where we plan to do, if we can schedule it, um, TV family shows. So before we get out of here, can I do one quick brief announcement? No, no, I'm just kidding. Please. I said, yes. Go ahead. Well, because I'm don't mind me, I'm just the host. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna (laughs) mind you right now. (laughs) I know it's not gonna matter because mine actually is going to probably drop. Oh, probably. But um, also, if you want to check out an awesome episode of an evening at the movies, um, I am. Dedicating an entire episode of the show to a mentor of mine that passed away the other night. And mm. we're going to, well, I'm going to be discussing the, the high school classic movie, Lean on Me. Nice. So, which you know was like, I think my number one on my school movie list, or if not, it yeah. was pretty close. I don't remember it if it was, was yours or if it was on jeans list I it was not on mine it was on yours and mine casey i just it was on yours i just couldn't well i think it was my number two and i thought it was somebody else's number i'm pretty sure it, it was, was my number, number one, one i think yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure but, but yes yeah, amazing no. movie yeah so for an amazing teacher make sure if you're gonna check jump over and check it out bring your kleenexes because there's gonna be Memories and stories, and KCB will probably shed a few tears along the way, but that's okay. But at the same time, eleven listens, people. We need to get eleven listens for the by the end. We can do it. We can do this. Yeah, by Monday, I'll be one of those for sure because I need to listen to the mega episode. And (laughs) lean on me. And well, when that drops, yeah, it hasn't dropped yet. But yes, calm those titties, please. <laughs> tits up, no, tits out, not tits, tits up. out. So yeah, tits up is bad, <laughs> which you wouldn't think it is, but it is. All right, mm. all right, you guys. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for doing this with me. Yeah, love you guys. Thanksgiving, love y'all. Jean, feel better. And um, if you guys uh, are dreading spending. Casey, I will cut you. I'm going to go burn my shirt now that I've teased you with it. Can you mail it to me so I can fucking burn it, you asshole? (laughs) Thunder up. Thunder up. Thunder up. All right. Asshole. Yeah. Asshole. (laughs) Asshole. Okay. (laughs) All right. Happy Thanksgiving. If you're Happy dealing with your family guys. and you're getting frustrated and it's tough, just keep sipping. Sip. Bye. 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 What am I doing? Peace.